Welcome, welcome. You're listening to the Drink a Little podcast, where we talk about exploring the world of wine and spirits while not letting it take over your life. My name is Kelly Doherty. I'm a joyful child of God and a certified life coach. I'm also a wine educator and wine and spirits brand designer. I'll show you how you can navigate your relationship with alcohol and how that mindset spills over into the rest of your life. We'll talk about the world of wine and spirits together, all while bolstering your confidence that you can have boundaries around alcohol and live your most amazing life. So how this works is we taste a little wine at the beginning of the episode, and then we see where this particular wine leads us into a coaching conversation on not over drinking. So today we will taste and explore the 2021 the Charmer Bourbon Barrel Aged Cabernet Sauvignon. And that leads us into the conversation about wine pushers over the holidays. So I will explain what a wine pusher is and and what you can do. And I have to admit, I picked this wine for the label alone. I'd never heard of it, but it has a drawing of a frog with a crown on it. So they have called it the Charmer, Prince Charming in a Wine. And I was like, okay, yes, this is going into the cart. And this is a wine from the Central Valley of Chile. And this is, that valley is well known for Cabernet. And this is the first bourbon barrel aged Cabernet we've had on the show. So all that means is that instead of using a wine barrel for oak aging, they used a bourbon barrel. And bourbon barrels are always American oak. And they're heavily charred on the inside, as opposed to wine barrels that are toasted on the inside. And that toast can be a light toast, medium, or heavy. But for even the heavy toast of a wine barrel that a Cabernet might usually be put in is nowhere near the effect that the char has on this bourbon barrel. So if you get a bourbon barrel aged red, expect it to be in your face with aromas of maybe smoke or campfire or tar. So I'm buckling up my palette for this one. And here we go. We've got it in a glass where we can do some swirling. Give it a nose. Smell this. It's really interesting. On the nose, I get I get a lot of olive, like black ripe olive is really the most prominent. And then underneath that, there's blackberry, blueberry on the nose. Let's give it a sip. Okay, I can definitely taste the char, that campfire essence, which is what I was looking for when I I picked it up. That's what I would expect. And... All of that is on top of those those beautiful notes of blackberry, blueberry, almost like jam or a compote. So really intense fruit flavors, black fruit flavors. And this is a, a bold wine period. It has the perfect pairing for maybe barbecue or even just if you're gonna smoke a cigar and drink wine, this is your wine. So this is bold and today, Where I want to go with this is bold and charming. (laughs) So we all have people in our lives as the holidays come up that seemingly affect the situations we walk into. 
And the holidays bring up things that are different than your everyday life. Oftentimes we have a charmer in our lives that is someone you feel is trying to charm you into overdrinking. And this happens so much more over the holidays. We call them wine pushers in my world, and you may know them also as food pushers. This happens a lot during the holidays, but you are perfectly fine with your half-consumed glass, and they're already pouring more into it. When you didn't ask for it, or they're bringing you drinks out of the blue that you didn't want or you didn't ask for. So in essence, they're telling you you have to try it. They love it or they brought it and it's so good. And you end up feeling like maybe you're disappointing them or offending them if you don't drink what they're offering. Has this happened to you? Seemingly, these charmers are only happy when you're drinking what they're drinking or as much as they're drinking or trying all the different things. And I know so much more of this pops up around the holidays. You're seeing an old friend at Thanksgiving. You're seeing Aunt Maggie at Christmas. They love you so much and they want to make sure you're welcome and therefore your glass is never dry. And you might be thinking, I wish they'd leave me alone. Or maybe you're thinking they're so pushy or maybe even offensive. And maybe you're thinking, I've told them I'm trying to cut back on alcohol. Why are they even asking me which wine I want, let alone already pouring it in my glass? So when we're trying to cut back, of course, all of these things are going to come up. Things you've never even noticed before because you're in awareness of them. And it's kind of like the topic is at a heightened place for you. And it's not at a heightened place for everyone. And I guarantee these people are not out to get you, but I know it seems like it. So when you're thinking they should know not to ask me that or who gave them permission to be up in my space, I invite you to just take a deep breath and think of these three types of charmers that you might run into. And I learned I learned this from Corinne Crabtree and coach MJ and talking about food pushers. So these are the three types of charmers. We'll call them wine pushers. The first one is there is an actual person who is truly shoving things on you without a care in the world for what you want. These people are very rare. And because of their rarity, I want you to take a step back and see if who you're labeling as a wine charmer, wine pusher number one, is really maybe one of the next two charmers. And if you listen to the rest of this and come back and find that someone is shoving alcohol on you and they truly don't care, I want you to question whether you actually care, what they're thinking in the moment or later. You get to decide what you're letting in to your life. But the next two types of charmers are very common. So the first one was rare, that person that just doesn't care, that is literally pouring things in your glass. The next kind is your friends and loved ones that are literally just being friendly. And you have interpreted it as a personal affront or attack. (laughs) When you come to a party or a holiday gathering, many places in the world, it is just friendly to offer you a drink. It's just a verbal offer. They're not 
they're not trying to sabotage you. They're trying to be kind. Even though you may have alarm bells going off in your head, they're not seeing it that way. And we tend to overthink, all of us overthinking, over drinking. <laughs> but especially when we're trying to change something, we're super sensitive to it. And we have maybe mentioned it to our friends and loved ones that we're trying to cut back. And it slips their mind in the moment. Or they've had a few too many already. And they're really only thinking about what they're enjoying and how to share that lovingly and kindly. So they may have forgotten that you had the conversation. And we are all human here. So you can choose to let it slide. And that takes true anticipation of it. It's going to happen and grounding yourself into letting go without worry of judgment of what they think. And you can also, maybe as a first step, have something prepared, some wording prepared that you use. The simpler, the better. Don't, don't make this really hard on yourself. You can simply say, I'm going to have one glass of wine tonight. Or you can say, I'm not drinking tonight, thanks. And literally that's it, and you can keep moving. You have to say it with matter-of-factness, with openness and clarity, not sadness. <laughs> I do it with a full smile and happiness to be there. It has to be done without the sulking in the corner or hedging your bets and like maybe I'll change my mind and see what's happening. Your plan is not based on what happens. Your plan is based on the outcome you want for yourself long term. And most people are thinking about themselves and if you just have that one little phrase, they're not going to overanalyze it. They're just going to like, okay, whatever, and move on. If you move on, they will move on. If you stay positive, they're going to fall right in because they want you to like them too. The only warning I have around this one is if you are a woman of a certain age and you say absolutely no to alcohol, be prepared for the are you pregnant question. I am just telling you because I love you and I don't want you to be surprised. So just be prepared and keep it light. Keep your answers light and keep moving. So as long as you're prepared and looking at things through the lens of they're just trying to be friendly, you can save yourself a lot of internal twisting and turning that they are evil people out to sabotage you because it's just not true. They are simply not out to sabotage you. And they may not be interested in how you're trying to change things in the moment. And that's okay. That's perfectly fine. Just take a deep breath. And we do have wine charmer number three, lastly, but not leastly, our partners. Third time's a charm. Our partners are charming, aren't they? Sometimes we put them in a position where they can never win. And they do want to make us happy. Honestly, maybe we've tried to cut back before and they went through some of the ups and downs because there are ups and downs in all parts of these processes. Anything we're trying to change is going to have ups and downs. And so they've been through those with us. And they can't really remember where you are in the process. So they're on your side. And they are also allowed to do whatever they want. So they can drink. You can not drink. You can do the same thing. You don't have to be doing the same exact things. But give them ways to win and be clear. 
So right before you go to the family gathering or the 12th Christmas party, say to them, I'm having half a glass of wine tonight, or whatever your plan is, put that in there. I'm having one glass of wine tonight, put that in there. And then say, you've got my back, right? Always put some part of it in there in the form of a question that will elicit a verbal response or confirmation. You've got my back, right? Yes. They do want to make you happy. They just sometimes aren't clear what that looks like. So please be super clear with them. Set your boundaries with yourself and have compassion with all these charmers when they don't know or they don't remember or they're slipping up themselves. It's okay. Have your own back and stick to your plan. Know you are your own fail-safe. Love yourself first so you have the capacity to love them even more. This charmer, this bold wine, (laughs) is so bold. And some of these things you're doing really take bold moves. I want you to know that it is bold to try to change. And things that are really hard today will soften with practice and time. You've got this, my friend. Be bold and create your most amazing life. Starting with these holidays, you've got this. That's what I have for you, my friends. And next week, we're going to explore a fresh 2020 white burgundy called Chablis for Sham. And if you're working on how to become less influenced by wine charmers and create your own charming life, I do teach this to a deeper level. I have a one-on-one coaching program tailored to your needs where we cover how to stop over drinking, how to love yourself for all the right reasons, and emotional well-being. Go to kellydoherty.com slash cheers to learn more.